The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 81, Monday, August 20th, 2007. Alright, episode 81. 81. <laughs> and you have fixed your microphone. Let's not go there. <laughs> well, I have a Steven Seagal update. Uh. Two things, actually. Number one, I've been watching his movies recently. I find them to be very funny. They're not <laughs> meant to be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but and like like Jean Claude Van Damme, like his movies are funny because he's trying to be funny, even though he's also trying to be serious and whatever. But uh, Seagal usually is is not trying to be funny. I know, but his movies are funny anyway. And so I saw his first movie, Above the Law. Yes, that's the best. Which was, what, 1988, I think? Yeah. And <laughs> you say it's the best, which is funny, because I thought, I thought out of all the ones I've seen so far, it was the worst. Oh! It didn't make any sense. It was the best one! No. <laughs> Nothing in the movie made sense, and he almost had no hair. <laughs> what happened to his hair? What do you mean? It was like he was going bald, and it was all <laughs> like slicked back and strangly, and then yeah. So, but now he has a full head of hair. What did he get? A hair club for men. <laughs> so, so that I, I, he got it from drinking his uh, Steven Seagal oil juice or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I I did I didn't even find that to be funny. I just thought it was just bad and didn't make any sense. And then the past couple days on Yahoo.com, they have news headlines, the big news headlines of the day. Yeah. For some reason, the past couple of days, one of the big headlines on Yahoo.com has been, Steven Seagal says FBI probe ruined his career. <laughs> Friday, August 17th. Hmm. Steven Seagal, whose action movies were once major box office attractions, believes false allegations by FBI agents ruined his career, the LA <laughs> Times reported on Friday. Well, basically that, that came down to it was this guy, Anthony Pelicano or something like that, who was this private eye out there in, uh, in Hollywood, and he, he would like snoop around and get like dirt on, like, celebrities, you know, like, if a celebrity has a celebrity wife or husband, they think they're cheating on them, yeah. then this guy goes and gets uh, the pictures or whatever, some slimy stuff. Wait, hang on. Yeah, so there there was some links between this, like, seedy uh, uh, private eye who was uh, no James Rockford and Steven Seagal. But he's also claiming anything. he's also claiming that Seagal was uh, in, involved in the mafia. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Steven Seagal said false those... FBI accusations fueled thousands of news articles saying that I terrorize journalists and associate with the mafia. These kind of inflammatory allegations scare studio heads and independent producers and kill careers. You know, obviously having these these allegations is not good. 
No, you know at the I mean? same time, his movies aren't good. So. Well, no, it's just not that. Well, because he's doing all these like uh, these like you know cruddy B movies that are going direct to video. But yeah, the, the point being, two thousand and two, he he wasn't really even a star then. Half Past Dead did pretty decent at the box office, eh. and that was it. That was yeah. five years ago. Like he did the the Glimmer Man, and no, that uh, was awful. The Glimmer Man with it was Steven Seagal and Keenan <laughs> Ivory uh, Wayans. Not even Damon Wayans or Sean. It was yeah. Ke- it was Keenan Ivory. I'm gonna Wayans. get you, sucker, <laughs> Keenan Ivory Wayans. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. I have a stupid style. Uh, Haven't done this in a while. Uh, you know, once again, I'm in New York City, and these people think that it's perfectly okay. Eh, it's New York City. It's okay. People can wear whatever they want. No, they can't, because mm. I make fun of them. <laughs> so what I've been seeing recently: men wearing uh, suits. You know, men wear suits to work. And the, the the button down shirt, the tie, the suit jacket, and the the dressy black socks, and the shiny dress shoes. Except they're wearing shorts. What kind of shorts? Like uh, I don't. Know, some people call them jams. Some people call them Bermuda shorts. <laughs> what? Like those big, you know, flowery. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Wait, so they're wearing, shorts. they're wearing a suit, a tie, a jacket, dress shoes, dress socks, f- and, like, flowery shorts. Yeah, the big baggy Bermuda shorts. <laughs> it looks so <laughs> retarded. Was it? Isn't that, like, what Vanilla Ice used to do? <laughs> Just to wear stuff like that, and then uh, there was... Yeah, that was like that. That was like the whole style back in the, like the whole Vanilla Ice Saved by the Bell era. There, <laughs> like Zach Morris, they would always be dressed in like a, a shirt with like a jacket, no, and like a ridiculous looking like purple or aqua blue tie, and like you know, like these crazy looking shorts that were like you took like the uh, the Zubaz pants and cut them in half. Exactly. It's a joke. Oh, and these people and the stupid styles. There's that. And then um, I saw, I heard this the other day. This was episode 47. We had talked about the angry Nintendo nerd. Yeah. We mentioned him a few times after that, but now he goes by the angry video game nerd. Yeah, he got mentioned on uh, Opie and Anthony a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. And he had a, a sound clip of the Opie and Anthony show, and it was pretty yeah. funny. I don't even, li- I don't get to listen to them because I'm at work, but yeah, listen, so I thought that was cool. Cause he you had, could listen as you're going to work. No, because I'm in the subway. Ah, that's right. But yeah, the reason why they were talking about him was, I guess someone had told them that on the side of the, like, he, the angry video game nerd makes these videos where he reviews yeah. old, terrible games. Right. I know. He had the this, this sticker, the WoW sticker, on the side of his television. 
Yeah, not, you know, he never mentioned, like, hey, look, everyone, I have, you know, yeah. it was just there. Yeah. Like, just as part of his apartment. And yeah, he's definitely in their demographic. Yeah, yeah, so, so you know, he's been giving them this, this little silent plug this whole time, and now they plugged him. Yeah, well, uh, so. Anthony of the Open Anthony show is always, uh, he he's like a big time, like a video gamer himself, although I think he plays mostly, uh, like the multi-online player games or uh, whatever. Oh, EverQuest. Uh, I don't know if he plays that, but he, there are certain ones like that and like uh, hunting games. He's like a gun nut. <laughs> Deer but, hunter. I don't know. About, uh, maybe I don't know if it's that one. But uh, well, speak, you know, I remember those hunting games back like <sighs> six, seven, eight years ago. There was this craze, this fad with all these hunting games kept coming out on the computer. And it was it started off with Deer Hunter, and that exploded and became really huge, really popular. Then it was like Deer Hunter Two, yeah. uh, Lion Hunter, Bear Hunter, Duck Hunter. This uh, and then it, it got so bad there was even a Cow Hunter game. <laughs> I remember the Cow Hunter game. Speaking yeah. of video games, this happened uh, either last week or the week before with the uh, the Microsoft Xbox 360. Ah, uh, there we go. And it's been it came out what like a year and a half ago or something like that. Uh, they've been having actually it was it's almost two years. Almost two years, and people have been having problems where you know they'll get the Xbox 360 home, they'll play the games for a few months or a few weeks. And then on the front, this red light lights up after a while. And then once the red light lights up, that's it. It's dead. Ah. It's broken. Yeah, it's the, they call it the red ring of death. Yeah. So the thing is, it's like, uh, all right, maybe a couple people have this, a few people here, a few people there. It's reported that 30 to 50% of the Xbox 360s are getting this red ring of oh. death. Why? So it's like if if I went to the store and bought an Xbox 360 for what four or five hundred dollars, and if you went to the store yeah. and bought an Xbox 360, chances are one of ours is not going to work. Well, given our luck, both <laughs> of them will be broken. Well, yeah. So anyway, so there's been, I guess, this class action lawsuit against Microsoft or something like that, and the yeah. courts have ordered them to. Uh, uh, extend pay. the warranties. Yeah, well, basically, Microsoft has to pay one, not million, one billion dollars. Not one million dollars? No, one, one billion. billion dollars. One billion dollars in Your warranty and, and in repairs and, and, and all these, you know, new parts and everything. I would point to the example of the Sony PlayStation 1. Because, um, you know, when the PlayStation 1 came out, after, not right away, but after you had the thing for maybe like a year or so, mm-hmm. they would all overheat, and then the, it was it was the, the drive reader itself would never work. You'd have to, like, hold them upside down. <laughs> and yet, it was the most highest-selling video game 
console of that time. So yeah, because go everybody figure. was buying like three of them because they kept breaking. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, either that or you know, like I, I I was working at a store at the time, and people would come in and have to buy new ones because yeah. they would open them up and they would try to solder in all these extra chips. Ah, uh, well, that's and would, just and they would mess it up. Well, and they would there have to you buy go. A new I mean, that's one. Just stupid. I mean, <laughs> like one guy came in, he's like, hey, "I have to buy a new PlayStation." <laughs> oh, really? What's what's wrong with the old one? Did it overheat? Did it break? What? No, I was trying to solder in an extra chip, <laughs> and and I somehow accidentally soldered the lid shut. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, all right, I don't care. It's your it's your hundred dollars. I don't care. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> like I've said many times, I don't know if I said it on the show. I never buy a video game system until it's out for at least a year. Possibly yeah. even a year and a half because they they know about these problems, but they don't fix them for like a year, year and a half because they want to get rid of all their inventory of the broken ones. You know? Yeah, but it seems like Sony and Microsoft. It's been happening way more than ever before. I mean, that like that never happened with Nintendo or Sega or Atari. No, yeah, because again, the the old cartridge systems were so simplistic. Yeah, but even, like, like, the Saturn or the Dreamcast, that never happened with the Dreamcast. Well, I mean, the Saturn and the Dreamcast, there were so few sold. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they, they really, you know, I guess they really couldn't test it out. I mean, <laughs> the Saturn, they sold, like, a bunch, and then six months later was out of date. Nobody bought anymore, so <laughs> well, right, that's, that's true. Good point. So, I don't know. I mean, it's annoying that you buy this thing for four, or $500, $600, and, and it breaks. Very. And that, that's insane. <laughs> I saw The King of Kong, A Fist no. Full of Quarters, which was that documentary we mentioned last episode about yeah. the Donkey Kong Championship. Uh, first, our listener Dennis in uh, in North Carolina, because he listened to the last episode, he said the King of Kong looks so ridiculous it could be awesome. I saw a clip of one of the referees from Twin Galaxies scoring the videotapes. He actually wore a referee's yeah. jersey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was back back in the early '80s. The Twin Galaxies, which is some arcade out in Iowa. Oh uh, yeah, he wrote um, the villain Billy Mitchell. Acts like he is an elite athlete or something. Dude, you play Donkey Kong. Either <laughs> of us could master it, too, if we played it 12 hours a day, 7 days a week. So, yeah, so Dennis will go see it, and I actually saw it. And you know what? It was actually very good. You don't have to be this big video game nerd to enjoy it. Regular people are enjoying it. It's been getting really, really good reviews, really high scores, so yeah, so this guy, Billy Mitchell, who held several of these uh, world records in the uh, the high score in arcade games like Centipede and Donkey Kong and stuff like that, uh, back in 1982 when he was a teenager. When you want your name written into history, you have to pay the price. Now it's like present day, you know, 2005, 2006, and he still holds the world record. 
and they're show you know they they talk to him and he's like he has he's the guy with the mullet and the beard and the yeah. big eyebrows and he's like real disgusting looking and he looks like one of those cavemen yeah he looks like the caveman and he has uh, this real big ego no matter what i say it draws controversy it's sort of like the abortion issue and he's talking about like yeah you know the competition you know if, if you're tiger woods and you get the high score practicing at some golf course you know that doesn't count you have to get the high score in front of everybody in a major competition to me that's that's the real test if, if people are looking at you and, and and there's all this stress and there's all this the, the, the <laughs> nerves that that's the real that is the real sign of a champion if you can perform under those conditions yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you do have to have some sort of documentation, you know, in front of people that you're doing something, although, right. honestly, I don't care about, again, it's a Do- Donkey Kong, nobody even knows what Donkey Kong is, they know Donkey Kong Country, <laughs> there's no top score, it's an infantile game, where you go around collecting bananas and beating alligators up. Oh, but... The point is, this guy, Billy Mitchell, the champion, kept saying all of these things like that, which is good. Okay, that makes sense. You have to do it in front of a crowd. You have to do it at a major official competition. You know, it's the real test of a champion. All right, okay, good. Everyone agrees. So this guy, Steve Wiebe, uh, from Washington, says, you know what? I can... I could beat this guy's score. I'll, I'll practice every day. I, you know, so what? I can beat his score. All it takes is practice. So he gets a Donkey Kong arcade game, puts it in his garage, and he sits there and he practices day after day after day. And he memorizes the patterns of the barrels and the the little springs and the and the, the fireballs and all that. And he uh, is videotaping himself playing it with the camera uh, pointed at the screen. And he breaks the high score. So he sends it into this Twin Galaxies website, which does accept uh, videotaped footage. You know, they accept it. They, they'll look at the footage, and if they say that it's okay, then they accept it. Now you have the new high score. So he sent it there, and then they, they told Billy Mitchell, and this guy got, like, real mad, and he sent people over to this... To the guy Steve uh, Weeby's house, and they like. What is he, Steve? It's a guy. He's in the mafia. I don't know. They went into his garage and they took apart the arcade, looking for any modifications to see if he cheated. <laughs> you know, while no one was home, and uh, uh. and uh, <laughs> so they found out that there was like a little mark on the on the arcade board itself, like inside the machine. There was like a little mark that wasn't on. A different Donkey Kong arcade board. He's like, oh, see, he cheated. See, he he has he has a, a modified Donkey Kong arcade board. He cheated. It's like, what are you talking? It's just a little mark on it. It's not like I added shit. It's just a little mark. I didn't put it there. No, nope, no, nope, it doesn't count. Unofficial. I'm still the champion. I rule. You're a loser. I'm a winner, right? Well, maybe they'd like it if I lose. I gotta try losing sometime. And all of these people at the Twin Galaxies group or whatever the website or what this yeah. club are like they're worshiping this guy billy mitchell Ugh. they worship him they call him up every day hey billy you want to go get lunch today oh you're awesome oh will, will you teach me your donkey kong secrets so oh, i they, they worship this guy it makes no sense 
You have all these, like, stuttering, bumbling nerds who can't, like, go out in broad daylight or else they'll turn to yeah. dust. Their skin is so white. But so then Steve Weeby's like, uh, uh, you know what? Fine. You don't want to accept my videotaped score. All right, fine. I'm going to fly over to uh, where you guys, the Twin Galaxies, say that this particular arcade has been officially sanctioned as an official arcade where I can set my high score live in front of a crowd. Yeah. Because you can't just go to any old arcade. There has to be this official arcade that they know about. Oh, and have God. tested all of the games. So he goes there, right? He travels across the country, brings his family. He goes there to this arcade and sits down in front of it, plays Donkey Kong, right? And, like, the crowd's around him looking. And, of course, all these Billy Mitchell worshippers are, like, calling him up on the phone. Hey, Billy, Billy, he's at 600,000 and he's only on his first man. What do we do? What do we do? He's going to beat your score. It's like, uh, I don't know. Just uh, uh, call, call me back in 10 minutes. I don't know. And. The guy, Steve Weeby, beats Billy Mitchell's score again. Yeah. Right? He gets, like, I think Billy Mitchell's score was something like 850,000 or something like that. Yeah. This guy gets, like, a million. Right. Right? So they're all like, oh, my God, Billy, you got a million. You got a million. What is he? It's like, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll think of something. Billy Mitchell always has a plan. I'll think of something. I'm a winner. Right? So <laughs> This sounds like the karate kid. <laughs> I know. It's Billy Mitchell karate. So Billy Mitchell, okay, again, throughout the movies, like, you know, you have to compete in front of a crowd to prove yourself. A real champion can perform under pressure, right? So what does Billy Mitchell do once he finds out that Steve Weeby got the high score? Billy Mitchell sends a videotape over to the arcade of him getting an even higher score. Well, Donkey Kong, without question, is the hardest game. That's a tough machine. People think that the machine is possessed. The average Donkey Kong game doesn't last a minute. It's absolute brutality. <laughs> so Steve Weeby's like, well, uh, you didn't count my videotape. How come you're counting his videotape? And wait a minute, isn't this the guy who's all about, you know, he's always talking about live competition and... He yeah. lives 10 minutes away from this arcade. Why doesn't he drive? I came all the way across the country. <laughs> Why doesn't he get in his car right now, drive 10 minutes, and come play me in a competition? He never well, did. He, he never showed up. Well, the, the, Bill the guys Mitchell. kept calling. The guy, like all his worshippers kept calling, like, Billy, you got to come. It's looking <laughs> bad. You got you to gotta do the competition. All right, I'll be there. I'll be there. Billy Mitchell never showed up to play it. Well, again, and then I don't know if this was part of the movie, but somebody on the uh, uh, Digit Press forum posted an article from the Twin Galaxies website. This was back in July of this year, 07, that yeah. Billy Mitchell, I don't know if this is what you're talking about, he scored, he beat the record, and that it was backed up by a videotape of his gameplay. Yeah, so for a while, Billy Mitchell had the new record once again. No, this is 2007. I know, but then afterwards, the same guy, Steve Weeby, sent in a ah. new videotape with, with an even higher score. So now he is ah. once again number one on Twin Galaxies. <clears throat> well, then this other guy sent another one. This is ridiculous! <laughs> Who cares? He's fucking gone! <laughs> These people are insane! 
Nobody even knows what Donkey Kong is. They know Donkey Kong Country. 